none of you people can tell me to stop Lower the lights down Hand over my crown Hand over my heart I do this for my town I do this for my crowd So turn me up real loud My time, my time None of you people can tell me to stop Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to episode number 172 of Next Gen Radio. I am your host, Mike Ercolano, and in today's episode, I will be giving you my top 10 biggest mistakes made in the gym. Now, before I get into today's episode, I would like to just let you guys know that registration for our 50 Strong Challenge, which starts on January 22nd, is now open. We are very excited to bring this back. It was a huge hit last year, and everybody who did the challenge ended up going on to having a great 2023 and crushing their goals, and that is because this challenge is all about building habits over 50 days. So you have five different habits that you want to follow um, that you need to check off on a daily uh, or weekly basis, which helps you build momentum and crush your goals for the rest of the year. So if you're interested in that challenge and you're interested in finding out more information about it, go to the show notes, click the link, fill out your information, and Kelly Krause, our general manager, will be reaching out to you ASAP to get you a free consultation to cover all of the um, details about the challenge. So make sure you do that. Again, the challenge starts on January 22nd. Registration is now open, and we only have 30 spots available, so don't miss out. Now on to today's show, the 10 biggest mistakes that people make uh, while in the gym. Number one, mixing cardio with strength. Now, we want to make sure that we're keeping our strength workouts strength-focused and our cardio workouts cardio-focused. And a lot of people like to mix the two up. Uh, in order to make proper strength gains and to build enough muscle and or to actually build muscle, you need to have proper rest periods. And having proper rest periods contradicts doing med ball slams and jumping jacks and burpees in between your sets. So a lot of people think that um, by limiting the rest periods and doing some cardio in between strength exercises that they're going to get a better workout that they're going to be get better results but that is just simply not true you want to make sure that you're keeping strength strength and keeping cardio cardio or else they'll just end up taking away from each other and you'll just be mediocre at both um, again a lot of people chase a feeling they feel like if they are working harder uh, especially by uh you know, getting their heart rate up and, you know, not taking long rests and um, that they're going to get better results, but that is just not true, right? You want to stay focused on what um, what you're doing. And if you're in the gym trying to build strength and build muscle, then you should be giving yourself proper rest times and you should not be just trying to get your heart rate up as high as you can. That will take away from the results. Uh, mistake number two, changing your workouts too soon. We see this a lot, especially with the um, new culture of, uh, you know, these hit type classes and group big group classes. Uh, just think like Orange Theory or CrossFit, you know, where the workout's changing the wad, you know, the workout of the day, the workout's changing every day and you're, there's no consistency. In order to make gains, you need to make sure that you are staying consistent and you are doing the workout and repeating the workout, um, there's this uh, concept called progressive overload that you need that you should be following if you're trying to get stronger, which simply means that you're getting stronger or better at the same exercise each week. Personally, I follow a workout for about 12 weeks long, and I know a lot of our members would you know feel like they're going crazy trying to to, to follow a workout for 12 weeks long. In fact, before I started. Uh, recording the show, I was having a conversation with our head coach, John, about how, because he does all of our adult 
programming for our personal training members. And he, um, we were talking about how, uh, you know, most of our, a lot of our members asked to change it up all the time. And it's, uh, it's constant education to, to teach our members that that is definitely not the best approach, at least if you want to get results. If you don't care about getting results and you just care about the feeling you get while you're in the gym for that hour and you want to change it up because you're bored each workout and you just want to do something different, that's fine, all right? But if you actually have results that you're trying to get, if you're trying to build some muscle and burn some fat, lose some weight, then you got to stay consistent and you got to stick with the workouts. You got to improve at it. You got to think of it as a skill. It's something that you're getting better at each week, each workout, each rep. And if you're not doing that, then you're just moving and getting yourself tired and you're not actually making any type of progress in the gym. So the second biggest mistake is that people change their workouts too soon. Again, I follow the same program for 12 weeks in a row. I read the same workouts, the same exercises, and, uh, and I progressively get better each week at those exercises, whether that means getting stronger, whether that means getting better at technique, whether that means that I am um, able to uh, you know, do the, uh, same weight for more reps. It, it depends on what my goal is for that specific exercise in the specific program, but I stick with the same workouts for a long time between six to 12 weeks. So mistake number three, not training hard enough. So this is something that, uh, a lot of people do, especially as being newer in the gym. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you should come into the gym and work out as hard as you can right away if you're brand new. Um, but if you aren't brand new and you have been going to the gym for a while, you have been working out for a while, um, and you find yourself staying at the same weight for a long time, or you're not pushing yourself, um, you know, you definitely, uh, need to start training a little bit harder. All right. The results come in the last three to four reps. And, and that means that if you're strength training, those three to four reps before failure are where the results happen. All right. If you're not pushing yourself hard enough and there's a scale card called an RPE scale, basically that, that says is, um, it's a scale one to 10 and you rate yourself how hard you're working. You know, if you're consistently, you know, at a five or six and you're never going up to an eight or nine, then you are definitely um, not pushing yourself hard enough. And this happens to a lot of people. You get into a groove and you're, you know, going to the gym for a while and you're just really kind of plateauing um, and you got to look at your intensity. You know, just showing up and checking the box is great, right? But if you want to make real progress and you want to get stronger and fitter and, and um, you know, burn some fat and then actually hit your results and get to your goals, then you got to push yourself and train a little bit harder, which means that you're going to be uncomfortable, which is okay. It's a good thing. Not pain, but uncomfortable. You know, you got to get to the point where it's uncomfortable and you got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. So the third mistake is that people don't train hard enough. Mistake number four, focusing on the wrong metrics. So now let's talk about metrics, you know, especially nowadays with wearables, wearable technology, you know, it seems like everyone's wearing a heart rate monitor, an Apple watch, um, you know, or whatever else there, there is that, you know, tracks, Fitbits, whoops, rings, aura rings, all that stuff. You know, there's a ton of technology out there. There's a ton of metrics to follow. Um, and, uh, and the thing is that when you're in the gym, a lot of those, you could pretty much just throw them out the window. They really don't matter for long-term results. Now don't, you know, don't mistake what I'm saying. They definitely matter and they're definitely good to, to, um, 
to tune into them to, to have a better understanding of your workouts. But if you're looking at the calories burned in a workout, that is the wrong metric to follow. If you're looking at getting uh, your highest heart rate, that is the, long, the wrong metric to follow. Seeing your heart rate and managing your heart rate is important. Um, you know, that is definitely a metric that would be something to, that would be important to follow if you're trying to improve your cardiovascular training. You know, but if you're trying to get stronger and drop body fat, it's not necessarily something you need to be um, focused on, at least in the short term initially. Uh, you know, follow, especially, you know, if you're looking at how many calories you're burned when you're in the gym, it doesn't really matter. It, you know, it, yes, you may burn some more calories and it might help you be into a caloric deficit if you're trying to lose weight. However, um, it doesn't you know, most, I would say all um, calorie uh, estimates, and that's all it is, is an estimate, are probably pretty far off when it comes to these wearables. In fact, I took a, a screenshot uh, of a, a heart rate monitor that I was wearing during my workout, and I took a picture of another um, uh, another thing that was tracking calorie burn. Uh, it was on the on the bike I was using. You know, the same exact workout, and one of the um, one of them, I forgot which one, I think it was a heart rate monitor showed. I was like, I burned like 300 more calories than the one that was actually on the bike, which was also, um, tracking my heart rate via the heart rate monitor. So, um, there, the metrics are, or the, the, especially when it comes to calories, it's, it's usually pretty far off. It's just an estimate that's based off of whatever math equation, um, whatever, uh, the device, uh, decided to use. Um, so don't track calories, don't necessarily be concerned with getting the highest heart rate if your goals are to increase lean muscle and, and, and you know, burn some fat that, you know, if you're trying to increase your cardiovascular, again, heart rate matters. But if you're in the gym looking to lift weights, you know, that doesn't matter as much. So, you know, it's it really the, the metrics depends on your goals, but the metrics that you should follow are, are if you're getting stronger. If your clothes are fitting differently, if you're feeling better, you have more energy, if you could get through a workout um, with more energy and being less fatigued, if the weights are starting to feel lighter, if your form is getting better, these are more important metrics to follow than the things that most people track uh, during their workouts. Uh, mistake number five, following other people's workouts. This is highly popular in today's world with Instagram and Facebook and YouTube and, you know, every person in the world who, who works out, uh, uploads their, their workout videos online. And the fact is that every single person is different. Even if you're in the same group, the same class, uh, you should probably be doing something a little bit different than the people that are around you because everyone is different. Everyone has different goals. Everyone has different body mechanics. Everyone has different injuries and history and um, genetics. So, you know, following what other people are doing might be a good place to start if you're brand new and you really don't know what you're doing. But continuing to follow other people's workouts that are not tailored and custom for you and your goals and your body and et cetera, everything that I just covered is definitely a big mistake and why people don't see results. Uh, number six, mistake number six, doing exercises because you quote have to do them. So examples would be like a barbell squat, a barbell bench press, a barbell deadlift. Uh, these are things that you have to, that, that, 
are like the big three if you're into weightlifting or powerlifting. If you go to the gym, every meathead in the world is doing these exercises, but there's no exercise that you have to do. You don't have to do something that is not right for your body. If your body is not in a good position to be able to do a barbell deadlift or a barbell squat or a barbell bench press, then don't do it. You could accomplish the same goals by a variety of different exercises by doing a variety of different things. There is no such thing as an exercise that you have to do, all right? There's no such thing as an essential exercise. Are there movement patterns like a squats and a hinge where you, like, you fold at your hips, a hinge type movement where you bend over? It's a better way to put it. Or if, you know, maybe some sort of overhead if you can do things. Uh, yes, there are specific movement patterns that you should be able to do, but there are no exercises that you have to do. Okay? So don't get caught up thinking that there are, you know, essential, um, you know, exercises that everyone has to do. Everybody's different. Everyone can get fit and healthy and strong in their own way without having to do exercises um, and fighting against your own body to do it. Mistake number seven would be having poor form and technique and still pushing yourself and still going heavier and still increasing weight and still trying to max out. You know, I see this a lot and people, you know, need to really focus on form. Of course, um, you know, not only is it important for making sure that you stay healthy and you stay injury free and that you're not, you know, putting your body in a position to get hurt, but if you don't have good form and you're not practicing your form and you're not practicing your technique, then you're not going to see progress maybe in the beginning you'll see progress or maybe when you first start working out and something and you you're doing something you've never done before you could get away with doing poor technique and poor form and still see some strength gains and movement gains or whatever but you want to make sure that you are getting um, proper form proper technique and trying to perfect it with each and every rep so that then you can truly progress right without proper form you could put yourself in a position to get hurt and you'll also put your yourself in a position to not progress and to actually make negative gains so do not um do not rush the process of learning form and learning technique do not uh, put it to the side you know make it a focus of every workout is that if you're doing strength training if you're doing any type of exercise you should focus intently on the form and on the technique of the exercise. Mistake number eight is going to the gym without a plan. Now, if you come the next gen, you don't have to worry about that. That's what our coaches and trainers are here for to, for you. They they give you the plan. They give you the, um, the workout, the exercises, the coaching, and you just have to execute it. So that's something that you don't have to worry about. You get, take the guesswork completely out. You don't have to think about it. You just have to show up. But for those of you who do not come the next gen or don't work with a personal trainer, just showing up at the gym and just going from one machine to the other, trying this exercise and doing that exercise, and maybe trying to this uh, this equipment over here and jumping on the the treadmill for a little bit, and then maybe going in and punching the the bag, or you know having not not having a plan and just trying different things. Although I do recommend that sometimes it is fun to do that and it is good to try new things and experiment and expand your horizons. Um, but on a consistent daily basis, showing up at the gym, not having a plan will definitely yield negative results. You will not um, be able to get to, to your goals um, if you don't 
have a set plan to follow. You know, if you plan to fail, you fail to plan. I think that's what it is. Or you fail to plan, you plan to fail. There you go. I reversed it. You fail to plan, you, you plan to fail. Um, and that's um, and that's the truth when it comes to fitness and working out too. You want to make sure that you have a plan to follow that, that keeps you um, on track for your goals. Uh, num- mistake number nine, expecting weight loss to happen in the gym. Now, this is probably one of the most common reasons why people join a gym is because they want to lose weight. You know, I've been, I own, I've owned Next Gen for nine years. I owned a, a, a Snap Fitness, which was a um, general population, not a training gym, just a place where you went and worked out on your own. I owned that for three years prior, so I've been, uh, I've been having a lot of experience uh, in my life talking to people, new people, and not, the number one reason why people join the gym is because they want to lose weight. However, that doesn't happen in the gym. You can build your foundation. You could build your base in the gym, and you need to do that. You need to build a foundation of strength and quality movement, uh, building up your metabolism by lifting some weights and getting stronger and, and resistance training. Like these are important things that happen in the gym. But you're not gonna you're not going to lose weight just by going to the gym. You lose weight by eating healthy, by being in a caloric deficit, by having the nutrition piece down. And that is how you make not only lose weight, but that is how you make any type of body composition gains. You know, if you could put on all the muscle in the world, but if you still have too much fat because you're eating too much or you're not eating the right foods, your body is not going to look the way you want it to look. So your body composition happens outside of the gym, your performance, your health, your um, your baseline for increasing your metabolism, for building that those muscles, that toned look, um, that happens in the gym. Um, but you do not lose weight by going to the gym. That is not or should not be a primary goal, and that is a big mistake that people make um, is, is expecting that to happen without changing their diet. And the tenth uh, biggest mistake that people make while going to the gym is only going when you feel like it. So I guess you know people make the mistake of not going to the gym enough. You know when you go to the gym only when you feel like it. Chances are you know that might be a lot in the beginning if you are excited and you're fired up for your New Year's resolutions and you're super pumped that you know you're now finally um, you know you're gonna this is finally your year that you're gonna reach your goals. You might feel like going to the gym in the beginning. But at some point, you you do lose that motivation. And this is somebody who works out almost every day, or I do work out every day, some form of exercise every day. I don't work out in the gym every single day. Um, but there are many, many days where I do not feel like it, but I push myself to do it anyway, and I have the discipline to do it, and that's what it takes to be successful. You know, If you go off of your feelings, there's going to be a lot of days where you just don't feel like doing it. You don't feel like working out. You don't feel like going to the gym, and so you're going to give yourself that excuse to not go. And the more times you don't go, the more times you don't feel like going, the more times you give into that feeling, the less you're going to end up going and the worse results you're going to end up getting. So don't give in to your feelings. Don't listen to your feelings. They're just and uh, they're just there. They're not some. There's something to recognize and something to um, understand and something to be conscious of. But they're not something to listen to. It is just a feeling. Do not listen to it. If you go to the gym only when you feel like it, then that's probably for a lot of people. That's not going to be very often. You're gonna have to push past that uncomfortable feeling of not feeling like going, but still going to get it done. And at the end of the day, I've never heard anybody, and I've never myself gotten done with a workout and said, "Man, I regret doing that. I feel worse now." 
Right? You almost always feel better after a workout, and there's always those nagging things that tell you don't do it or to skip it or to give in. You have to not give in to those, um, <clears throat> to that talk, that self-talk, that negative self-talk, those excuses that brew and creep up. You can't give in to that. Um, you have to fight back, and you have to make sure that you're going to the gym, even on days where you don't feel like it. So those are uh, my top 10 biggest mistakes people make when they go to the gym, especially for newbies. So thank you for listening. Uh, I hope that you're not making any of these mistakes, but if you are, and if you have any issues, if you would like us to help you, um, 50 strong is your answer. Make sure that you click the link in the the show notes, uh, fill out your information and our general manager, Kelly will reach out to you ASAP so that we can get you started again. 50 strong is your answer. If you do, if you are making any of these 10 mistakes and, uh, we can help you, we can help you achieve your goals in 2024. You just got to take the first step. So until, uh, our next episode, which will be aired on Friday with another episode of ask next gen, we thank you for listening and be well.